welcome back to What's the Cheese with Trish and Lynn, the podcast. Hola, hermanita. Buenos días, ¿cómo estás? Bien, bien, bien. How was your Navidad? Um, it was okay. It was okay. I've I've always chosen not to... I, I feel like Christmas is a very intimate holiday. And I've always had friends besides family invite me over to their holiday, to the Christmas. And I've always said no. And this past Christmas solidified that answer. Um, I just feel like it's an intimate um, family function. And from this point forward, I'm just going to spend it with Jack and me. And unless I have a partner, if I don't have a partner, then it's just going to be Jack and me because it's just, I, I feel um, and this wasn't this one particular one, but it's, I always feel like I'm standing on the outside watching a family, you know, interact. And on this last one, it was like watching a birthday party. One was the star of the show. And every, there was several people watching that star open presents like a little kid. Oh, so, no. And it wasn't Jesus? It wasn't Jesus. It wasn't Jesus. Oh, you know, it is his birthday, according it to is his. It is his birthday. No. Christians. No, oh. Barbie. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I, you know, I always, and I always want to be that person too. If I can, I want to open my doors to people that don't have anywhere to go for Christmas. Um, but I, I always feel the same way. We get invited, as you know, we're in a new state. All our people are in Cali. So we have nowhere to go. And it was okay with us. It was okay with us, you know, staying home, you know, the life, the big life change we had just recently. Um, so we were just busy, but we got invited to somebody's house for dinner on Christmas day. Um, and the only reason we, and we appreciate that we appreciate people opening their doors for us, but the only reason we said yes, and we went and we really had a good time was because it's two, it's a married couple, no kids, and they don't have family either. And it literally was in sweats, eating pozole and just oh. having a good time. Yeah. It was nothing of gift exchange. No traditions. No tradition. It was just like, hey, come over for, I made um, pozole. If you guys aren't doing anything, come on over. And we seriously went. They didn't even have a Christmas tree up. So what? yeah. And it, other than they were just busy and life caught up to them. So they didn't put one up this year, but again, they don't have kids. So it wasn't, I believe, you know, it wasn't important for them. Um, now going to somebody's home where they have the full traditions on Christmas day, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that because like you, I would feel like an outsider, you know, um, kind of like an outsider in somebody's space. I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable either. That's Although, like exactly. I said, yeah, I, I would definitely open my home up for somebody that doesn't have their people around. I just, it would be awkward. I, I It would be totally awkward. And the way we grew up, we didn't grow up with this holiday. So no me pesa not to do anything. Honestly, no me, it, to me, I know Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. You know, that I know for a fact. Um, I also know that if I was around, I was, it was back in California, I would do all the traditions, but I'm not there. Life brought me here by myself. So 
I'm just going to spend it like every other day. Like to me, nadie se ha muerto of not receiving a present. You know what I mean? Nobody has died of not celebrating Christmas. So I'm okay with not celebrating. Does that make sense? I guess it does. It does make sense. I guess with my situation, it was always like I knew that you had somebody and the the baby has a big old family. So I felt like I was missing out on something. But last year um, in my own apartment, I bought a Christmas tree. I decorated the lights. It was the first time that I did that. And I did it with Jack. And it was lonely. I'm not going to lie to you. But this one that I just had right now awakened my eyes to think that, no, I'm not going to be lonely. Um, I'm more comfortable because right. I was very uncomfortable on this. Yeah, that's an, I don't want to ask details because we don't, yeah, that's not, it's not even worth want. it. It's not worth it. But I can honestly say that I, I understand. And I, like I said, if it wasn't for the circumstances of these people, knowing the circumstances of this couple that invited us, we would have stayed home. And I didn't put a tree up this year. I didn't put lights up this year. Again, I've said this before, um, exchanging gifts with El Don, we don't do that. You know, we, so no me peso. And it's funny because I, I'm reading all the post-Christmas on social media, all the people I'm in a, in a woman's group on Facebook. I'm not going to say the name. I'm just on an, and it's all women. And sis, it was nothing, but I feel cheated. I make, oh I'm the only God. one that makes Christmas magical. What about me? I, you know, nobody put anything in my stocking. Nobody. I, if I don't buy myself my own Christmas gifts, then I don't have, anything to open while everybody's opening. I wonder, do you think, because I was going through the TikToks and I, there was also people complaining about um, either what somebody got. There was one lady crying because her five-year-old went and opened everybody's presents. Um, I wonder if, because we, I, I don't know, like your output, your outlook, you just said a word right now that triggered what I guess what I want to experience. And I wanted, I want to experience that magic. I want to be able to experience that magic because we don't grow up with it. And I get that. And you know, it's funny. Sorry to interrupt. It's funny because El Don is also like me. He's okay. He, we're ya en la tercera etapa de la vida. So to him, it's like no big deal if I don't put up a Christmas tree. But I told him next year I'm putting up a goddamn Christmas tree. And he looked at me and he goes, but I thought you were okay. It's not that. It's because what I couldn't have as a child I want to have as an adult. It's not about Jesus's birthday. Like I said, it's about me actually being able to decorate a Christmas tree. Literally, that's what it is. So I get the wanting to experience the magic. I get that. I, I get I, what you're saying. I guess, I guess what I want to experience is the magic, but within a family. The, the I've I haven't experienced that with a family other than, like I said again, I'm putting aside you and the baby. You know, um, I I felt more of that magic with when the two older kids were alone for some reason. I I I, I felt that being part of a family, and I haven't felt that again. And I'm including the baby, even though the baby tried. I never felt like I was included. I want to feel like the magic, but within a family. And it doesn't necessarily mean little kids. 
I'm not talking about little kids and it doesn't even mean that kids have to be involved, but I want to feel that magic between me and a significant other and, oh, okay. and just the familiarity, the family, the smiling. And, you know, it's funny because when I moved in with the ex, it was in May and um, I was so looking forward to the holidays and she was like, nope, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Never explained why she just said, I hate him. And that's what I want to experience. Somebody that has the, in, and it's not even exchanging gifts. It's just the inner peaceful joy of being with a family with the lights on, you know, just family, just family. Right. And just like her, you know, like you said, your ex hated, that's what I, I've been reading. I've been watching the TikToks just recently sat down and started reading and watching TikToks about people saying they hate this time of the year. They yeah. hate it because they hate having to go over family's house. They, you know, some people, they're always fighting. A, a ruckus fight always ends up after the holidays or at Christmas dinner. Um, they hate that. They, they hate the stress of it, which I do too. I do too. Yes. When the kids were little, we went all out with the kids and we did do that holiday magic. And I experienced that. And I, I wonder if the kids even remember our holiday magic. I mean, we went all out. We put fake snow in the front yard with Santa reindeer footprints. We did the whole baking of the cookies. We did the whole Santa, you know, is, is coming. We, when the internet um, finally came, when they were a little bit older, but the internet was around, we tracked Santa and the Santa tracker. I, I just, you know, we got to ask the two kids if they remember that. We do. Yeah. That was our holiday magic. So I mm -hmm. did, we did get to experience that. I know what you're saying about experiencing with the partner, but it saddens me to see how many people hate Christmas because of their partner. Or like I was saying, I was, I was reading these posts, you know, I gave my husband a list and, you know, I'm spending over $500 on his gifts. And then I got shoes or I got a vacuum cleaner. And I, I did reply to one post and she said, I hate, the ring he bought me. He, I guess he bought her a ring and she hated it. She, how do I tell him I hate it? How do I go exchange it without hurting his feelings? Some people, their love language is definitely not gift giving, right? Their love language doesn't, it, they don't think outside of, of what the other, their significant other would like. They buy practical stuff like vacuum cleaner shoes or whatever. This is what, one of the reasons why, and I'm not saying I don't like his gift giving, I'm just saying to avoid all that bullshit, I made it a point to tell her, Don, we're not exchanging gifts. First of all, the man has very expensive tastes, right? If it doesn't have a Harley Davidson emblem on it or, you know, some other marca or label, I might as well forget it. So me saving my bank account, I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I made an executive decision that we don't exchange gifts on this particular day. Now for my birthday, I have no shame in my game. I let him know what I want, right? It's my birthday, my special day. I want blah, blah, blah. And he goes and he gets it. Um, so to avoid all that nonsense and, oh, I'm the one that creates Christmas magic, but nobody creates it for me. I, I'll create my own magic throughout the year. You know, I, I tell him what I want and 
it gets delivered. Or he tells me what he wants on his birthday, spoil him rotten for his birthday. I think those are the special days. I don't think as adults, we should put so much emphasis on the material things when it comes to Christmas. I think it's it, it should be more like you said, the spending time together, the eating a good meal together, spending time under the Christmas tree with the lights and that kind of magic. I agree with you. But with all that being said, I'm definitely glad this year the Christmas is over. I For the past few years, I've been like that. I'm just glad it's over. Um, th- this reminded me, that's why I tell you, I don't know if our outlook is different. Well, my outlook and your t- outlook is different. And I think it's because you got to experience it with mm-hmm. your, with your kids. Um, but I'm going to give you an example and I'm glad you brought it up right now. We had the secret Santa at work. Everybody, you know, participated. They give that dollar m- limit. Um, one woman, and it was the joke. And I was one of the ones that kept repeating it. One woman, so, you know, there's always the office coordinator, the self-assigned person that says, we're going to do this. So the office one, mom. The office mom or whatever. Right. So one lady walks up to the one that, that did the coordination of the secret Santa. And she says, I want to know who got me. And she goes, well, why? And she goes, because she goes, what I got. And she goes, you didn't like what you got. And she goes, no. She goes, I want to know who got me. And she goes, you bitch, it was me. <gasps> and, and she gave her a beanie. And okay, so let's remember where I, where I live. Beanies are very needed right now. It's, it's a snowing. necessity. It's a necessity. We're going through snowstorms right now. Currently it's raining. So it's, it's, it's going to be a given, you know, it's a $20 limit. So she gave her a beanie and she did not like the beanie. And she was walking around trying, I guess, to make a joke about it. But she was walking around telling everybody that she did not like the beanie. She did not like the color of the beanie. Um, She told her to take it back and get her a black one. And so my thing is this, like I sat there and it it was like a because you had to put on the list the color that you liked. And she put she liked purple. Well, the beanie looked fuchsia. But I, I think I was standing there and I was like. Even though, one, I don't wear beanies because my hair is very short. Two, I wouldn't wear fuchsia. I don't, do not like gifts. Like, I appreciate every gift that I got. So when she was going around telling everybody at work and complaining about the color, I was really like, like, and this is not a younger woman. This is a woman with grown-ass kids, like, around my age. I was, like, horrified. Like she literally told someone and the other person is gangster. So she was like, you're a bitch. I'm probably going to end up wearing it. And it's not, but I think she was also embarrassed because I was watching her and I was like, I appreciate everything I get. Everything I've always gotten, I have always appreciated. So I, I go back to this. Is it because of where, you know, that I, I didn't have it? Is it because of that? Because then I went on TikTok and there was also people complaining about what they got. And I'm not talking about little kids. I'm talking about right. And I'm like, God, is it because of the way we were raised? Absolutely. Like, I appreciate, I appreciate getting what I get. No matter Absolutely. if it doesn't fit me, it doesn't, you know, let's say it's a girly thing. I will still appreciate it. And I will wear it once. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> As- I will. I'll use yeah. it at least once. No matter so, how small or how big 
Yeah. And we appreciate it. But that's yeah. because it is because how we were raised, you know, we, we didn't get anything. We didn't have this holiday. So for us, it's like any little thing. Just remember, remember when Thea would come, you know, the day after Christmas with the one gift for each of us, because she was the only aunt that ever, no matter how many times mom and dad told her not to do it. She yes. was like, fuck you. And she would tell them, fuck you. I'm going to give my nieces at least one thing. And she would. Yeah. And it could be a, a freaking pack of socks. Yeah. Or and we were in love with those. I yes. remember I remember one time she gave me a, a leggings and a matching top. I think I wore that every day for the next two weeks after that. Because that was we appreciated that. We didn't have it, so we would appreciate that. But yes, reading all these posts of, oh, my husband got me rain boots, or oh, my husband got me this. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you know, I, I've, I never, we both, you know, we all know that I've had several husbands and I can honestly say like one of them was a shit ass gift giver. I hated when he would order me stuff or buy clothes for me. And I would tell him not to buy clothes for me. He, bless his heart. He always thought I was smaller than I really was. So he would always get size small or extra small. I haven't been, been a small or extra small before I had kids was the last time I was that size. But anyways, I would act like I was in totally in love with his taste of clothes. You're reminding me um, my longest relationship. And I think she pops in my head because she was the first time that I really actually experienced a gift giver that is thrifty, saves or frugal or no. Yeah. Frugal, frugal, I, frugal of a gift giver that is good with her money and a gift giver that is practical. So we were celebrating a Valentine's, her and I. We went to an expensive restaurant. Um, and, you know, this is February. And she gives me my package, and it was a big package. And we're at the restaurant. I open it up, and it was a puffed Nautica winter jacket in Southern California. Like a puffer jacket. And... It, I remember that the first thing that went in my mind is one, how am I going to wear this when it's 75 degrees outside? You know, when am I going to wear it? Two, I was like, immediately I knew that this was a sales clearance rack item, but I loved it. And I didn't wear Nautica at the time. I loved it. And I made sure that I wore it that winter. But right. that was, I remember that I, that was the first time that I had to go, oh, cause I was being watched intently. Oh, and I, ha and I had to fake it. And you know that me, the person that I am, I don't know how to fake things. I, my, my facial reactions are very, you can tell what I'm thinking. But I, I, that was my first learning experience where you have to fake it because you don't want to hurt their feelings. She had this big old smile on her face. And I was like, oh, okay. But again, I didn't grow up unwrapping presents. And I think that's the biggest deal is I got a present. Right. You got to unwrap something. I yeah, got to unwrap uh, Absolutely. Something. Absolutely. So I, t I guess that I can appreciate that part of our childhood that we know how to appreciate even the smallest gesture. Yeah. We know how to appreciate it because again, reading these posts of these grown ass women crying because they have nothing to open. And it's not even about that. It's like, dude, do you realize that this holiday is not even about that. You, you know, there's people in this world that can't 
afford to give their kids anything. They give them literally fruit or food, or they do an experience, you know, they go out and enjoy the snow or whatever, because they can't afford to. And these grown ass women are bitching about their husbands not being able to buy. Stop it. Just stop it. Stop it already. Because there's those of us who would die for a childhood memory or die that our, you know, family was all together again, you know. Well, uh, let me tell you, let me, let me tell you what I just experienced. Um, so there were a total of two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten of us. Um, and the star of the show is the only child, um, grown ass woman, 30 years old, um, is the, is the, the only child. And so then that person was still going at it, opening gifts. And there was jokes being made by other people. And the thing that caught my attention the most was that the, I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, not celebrating Christmas at all. This particular person grew up in the system, uh, foster care. And him and I were having the same reaction. And that's what stood out to me. Like I started realizing in my head, I'm like a foster kid in this situation. So him and I, um, I had three gifts total. And so him and I were kind of done. And he was married though. His wife looked like she was bored out of her fucking mind. And she kept looking at me like as the gifts kept coming up to this 30 year old. And, um, the other, the, the guy that worked, grew up in the foster system was like, holy shit. He goes, cause there were still some gifts on the wall. And he says, holy shit. Are the, are those still for switch and such? And the other person said, well, that's my only kid. But I was thinking in my head, at what point do you say, we're not going to open all those other gifts because everybody else is done. So at what point did that become selfish and spoiled? Because you're 30 years old. At what point does that become showboating, right? Um, I remember one Christmas, also an only child with this particular, we'll call him, oh, Kakas, um, with Kakas. And we all came over our house. It was our turn to host. And every time we did this, I would give the same amount to our nieces and nephew as my own kids, Right. But right. Kakas, having his only child, brought all that child's gifts out. And I sat there like I was going to kill, right? I sat there like I was going to kill. After that, when everybody just sat there watching little Kakas open up the gifts, open up the gifts, and all the other children, including the two older ones, had nothing else to open, mm-hmm. I literally pulled the gifts that he had left, threw them to the side, and I said, you will open this tomorrow morning. And he started crying because remember how spoiled little Kakas were? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he started crying and his and big Kakas looked at me like, and I was like, do it. Do it. I will embarrass you in front of everybody. I think it's rude, rude, and just showboaty, like, ill. You have I- the rest of the fucking week, the rest of the fucking week. And for a 30-year-old to not think, I'm going to open one gift and I'll leave everything else for tomorrow. That's disgusting. And that set the tone for the rest of yes. the day. So so this bitch, I um she has two dogs and 
knocking, knocking down my dog, knocking, knocking down my dog. And my dog now, my dog was very lovable. He's acting like a, a, an abused pet. Like he even tried to bite me. And she stood up when her five pound dog tried to attack my dog and said, I will fucking knock you out to my dog. And my dog wasn't at fault. And you know that I'm very big on that. So from me sitting there thinking in my head, at what point as a grown ass woman, are you going to say, hey, let's put this aside and let's all drink hot chocolate because you're a grown fucking woman, you know, and you have a crowd looking at you bored to death. Somebody's making a comment like, geez, you know, you know, I was like, already had all of that in my head. I stood up and I said, you will not touch my dog because I will fucking flatten your dog. So it turned out to be really ugly. And I might have been in the wrong, but the tone was already set with the spoiled her, her, the 30 year old, her, the 30 year old. It was already set when she was like happily being the center of attention. So it con- her attitude continued throughout the day of it's all about me. So I applaud, I applaud you because at least you're saying Caquitas was little, but this, we're talking about somebody that's already in their thirties with a partner. That's disgusting. That's gross. It it was horrendous. It was fucking horrendous. And that's. And then for the 30 year old's mom to say, well, she's my only child. Who the fuck cares? She's 30 years old. (laughs) She's 30 years old. That's, I would be embarrassed. Okay. But I'm also one that doesn't like when you go, like when we go out to dinner for my birthday and people you know, the waiters come singing happy birthday. I hate that shit. I'm like, the don't same do way. it. I'm the same way. But, so that's why it goes back to, is it because of the way we were raised that we're very well, self-conscious and don't with me. And I'm going to speak for myself. I don't like the, att- I appreciate it, but I don't like the attention upon me. Like right away, if I was the one with all the gifts in the back of the wall and there's like, there, actually there was 11 of us and there's, el- there's 10 people watching me. I'd be like, nah, let's just finish. Yeah. Or let's take everybody else's out. You know, I, 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 I was horrified as I was looking around. No, ten of- well, I, actually, I, sorry. Uh huh. I don't think it's, uh, I think it has to do with us. Yes. How we were raised, but that's classless. That has to do with class. That's classless because my kids were raised. Our, the kids were spoiled ass too, right? They're spoiled. I mean, yeah, we when, when you, yeah, on them. all of us, right. Yeah. When, yeah. when we would have Christmas, it looked like Christmas threw up in our house. Yes. There was, yes. You couldn't even walk through the living room around. Yes. And it was just two of them. It was just two of them. And it was, it was disgusting how we spoiled them, but they grew up with the tradition. They grew up being spoiled to the day. They don't like, remember Sunshine's baby shower? He wouldn't open gifts in front of people. If nobody else is opening gifts, he's going to wait to open. That's my point. If you're getting to a certain age. And that was his baby shower. That was so his baby he shower. So out. he should have opened his gifts, but he, he wouldn't do it. He He's like, we'll do it tomorrow. or And he did. He didn't do it until everybody was gone. That's and right. And it's, it's class. It's, I don't know. I think it's being class. It's having class. It's, it's the way you were raised. We were raised one extreme, but I also, we raised the kids to be humble. Okay. They humble. Yes. yes. And, and not selfish and to think of others. Because yeah, absolutely. I, 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 and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I have been without partners 
during Christmas already when the, because when your two kids grew up, that's when everything just changed. The baby tried and it's just, I didn't feel like I fit in. And so I've been experimenting or, you know, invited. And this was the first time that I actually had to sit through. And I remember that I thought in my head, like you said earlier, this is Jesus' birthday, not yours, because it ended up feeling like we were watching a kid open up her birthday presents. And, you know, out of the 10 people that were watching, two were very invested. One was her partner and the other one was the mother. And I was like, at what point? And we, and oh, and I think what made it bigger is that you're sitting in a living room of a one bedroom apartment. So there's nowhere else for you to go. You couldn't go to a den to go watch TV. You couldn't excuse yourself. So however, you were sitting there watching this person open up their gifts. And when that person opened up my gift, when you knew that it wasn't on the list and it wasn't because it was my gift. I'm just telling you because of the reaction. When that person opened up my gift, my gift was the last minute gift because I want to move out. So I was like feeling pressured. When that person opened up my gift, which was a Michael Kors beanie and a set, a beanie and a um, scarf, um, you know, scarf, a scarf. And it was gray color. You could tell that it was, oh, thank you. Thank you. At least you picked the right color. Oh, so when the stuff wasn't on the list, and I'm not saying that again, I want to emphasize. She had a list last. Well, no, no, I didn't get a list, but I, you could tell that you could tell by her reaction. It wasn't something she had on the list. What I gave. Oh, I didn't see a list, but you can tell Kors. I'll take a Michael Kors beanie set. I love Michael Kors. And I know it's probably like, oh, you know, there's other designers. I've never been a label whore, so I don't care. I just like Michael Kors, but being a 30 year old, I, I still can't, I can't wrap my head around this. I, I, I looked at, I was watching. And again, I want to tell you that it wasn't because it was my gift, but you can tell because the other one was a cousin, two cousins. Um, yeah, two cousins were the, were the other ones. And you can tell that they got what was on her list because the mother probably distributed that list. I didn't get the list. Mine again was I got a bonus from work. I'll walk across the street where TJ Maxx is at. So you you know that this was like a last minute thing for me. And I picked out what I thought looked nice and I a neutral color. So it wasn't on the list. And I knew in my head, I knew because this person lives out here, they have this color. So I knew that this was something that this person probably most likely already had right? Mm-hmm. Her reaction at 30 years old, I was like, wow, you are a selfish, ungrateful, little, tiny brat at your wow. height and age. So it's like, I go back to, in a way, I guess I'm so glad that I wasn't raised mm-hmm. with the holidays mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm not a monster, I appreciate everything that was given to me at work. Mm-hmm. Somebody gave Jack a gift and I was so appreciative that Jack was kept into account. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so I, I was like, wow, I, I can't believe that there's adults out there that act this way and that there I'm are in parents shock. that allow it. I'm in shock. I'm in shock with the story you just, you know, that you lived experience and what I'm reading online. I'm totally in disbelief because I'm like, Grown ass, ya peludas, okay, ya tienen pelos en la chucha. And that's the first thing that I think about all the time. Yes. 
Yes. And she goes, thank you with the fake smile and puts my box. It's a, it was the smallest box to, to tell you. Thank you. And puts it aside right away. And I was like, she's not going to wear that. She's probably going to give it. I would have taken it back. I would have taken it back. I would have snuck it somehow and taken it back. <laughs> I, you know, I'm also a big believer on, on register. I don't buy things off of registries. I don't, I don't buy things. Off really? Of no, I, I do, do not. I, if it's a baby shower or if it's a if it's a wedding and they send the registry, I don't. I buy what I think they need they or what I like for really? them to have. You're one of yeah, those. a gift a gift is coming from me, not from what I you tell me. I do believe that. I do yeah. believe that. I do believe yeah. that. But- I, although I do ask my nieces and my nephew and my kid, I do ask them for a Christmas list, and if I like what's on there, I'll go ahead and purchase it. If I don't, I go on my own because my the, what I'm giving you is literally from the heart. It literally is from the heart. It, and the reason why I ask the kids now, the younger kids for a list is just to guide me. But if I look mm-hmm. and no me gusta, I'm going to not get it. I'll get them what I want to give them. Well, this particular family that I sat with, um, the main players are three. Mother, daughter, partner to the daughter. Those are the main players. Okay. And they get each other everything that's on the list. Everything that is on the list. I guess because again, now we're going to talk about the list. I guess because I wasn't raised. um, I mean, we go back to, I'm always going to bring up your kids because those are like my kids. We always got what they had on their list. I was going to say, I'm not going to say anything more. Yeah. Yes, I we would always more. and they got duplicate of everything because there's three of us, right? They yeah. got triple kit or whatever, triple yeah. the amount. Yeah. Because there's but three. when I when I give out a list, I'm very, very and this is Secret Santa. This is even with when I was with this particular person, I am very well aware and I don't put heavy items that to me are expensive. And if I do put something that's expensive. The rest of the items on there, they're not expensive at all. So even when I write my list, I write the list knowing the circumstances of the person that I'm giving it to. Always. Right. Always. So at work, what, what did I do? The item, the, 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 I'm aware that it's $20. So what did I put on my, on my list? All I put was bath and body hand sanitizers, pocket, the pocket backs. And you know that they're not $20. No, you know, and people are, are like, it's just weird. They, they even say that was not worth $20 and I bought $20 on mine. And what happened with me was the little 75 year old viejita that works with me. She knows that I, she knows the circumstances that I'm under that where I want to get out. Like she's really, really well, well aware. And so she went and she bought a gift for my secret Santa. Cause I had mentioned, I don't know what I'm going to get the secret Santa, not knowing that I went and I bought my secret Santa that day, a gift too. So what I ended up telling her was she, she offered to wrap. She goes, take this one back, take this one back. And I said, no, I like both just cause I don't even like going out of my way to take things back. You know what I mean? I go, right. no, no. She goes, but it's over the limit. And again, then even under my circumstances, I'm like, that's not a big deal. Right. And you know, and, and so it's just weird. And I've experienced that where, tabulations are kept, you know, this amount. And, and I'm, I'm just like, 
That's bad manners. That is bad manners to me. It's not even, like I said, I appreciate in during this season, I have an ongoing joke that between November, because I love Halloween. So between November and after January, I become a JW again, but Mm -hmm. it's over that stuff. It's over the, the no, the materialistic commercialized bullshit that goes on around this season. I mean, I've never seen it that way, honestly. And even after this experience, I've never seen it that way. I, I really haven't. I, like I said, like I said, I, if I want Bose headsets and I know that my partner can afford it, then I'm going to put the Bose. And then after that, I'm just going to put Socks. whatever you want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, or I write whatever you want. Surprise me. You know, like right. I, I'm very well aware, but after what I watched and I, I, and I, and it was like a movie and a TV screen and, and they weren't outdoing each other. They were just getting exactly what was on the list. And uh, my secret Santa was one of the key players. So the mother of the group asked me to give this my secret Santa because we did a secret Santa with this family. And she went ahead and got my person a list from the secret Santa. which And everything on that secret Santa, the limit was $50. On my secret, the, the person that I got, everything was over $50. That's that so person weird. Put seven items and... They were all PlayStation items. So I didn't complain because I knew to be very careful, very, very careful with the mother-in-law because that's who I'm living with. And she says, no, you know, let me see the list. And she starts going over the list, right? And she's like, well, there's not, there. I didn't say a word about financial. She goes, there's not, stuff here on here is not that expensive. And I was thinking, yes, it is. So she starts looking it up on her phone and she goes, the remote for the PS5. The remote is not expensive. Linda, I didn't even bother looking because I already knew. And I go, oh, look it up. Everything on my list was over $50. And she's like, oh, oh. And she goes, because she also wants me out of her house. She goes, just get her a $50 gift card. But when the gifts were being opened, I guess she felt bad. And she got her the remote, you know, and certain things out of the list. We're talking about a 33-year-old, but that 33-year-old also comes from a broken home and, you know, she's, so I, I, I guess I get it, but I, I was just like, at what point do you three say, hey, we'll open the rest of the gifts later when it's just us? Because I remember we did that when we were growing up with the kids, with your kids. I remember right. that we have put aside gifts when outsiders were in. Right. At what point do you fucking say... We are, these people out here are bored. They're starting to drink heavily. <laughs> Let's just put these aside and we'll open it later. One of the items was a shelf. We had to wait for her to open that shelf. One of her <sighs> items, because she, she also always asked her mom for furniture. And one of the, the big, big items was a shelf. And I was thinking, was it very, was it that important for you to have opened up this shelf in front of everybody else? And at that point when she opened the shelf, because it was the biggest gift and they were surprising her with the biggest gift, she had no interest that it was a shelf, but the parents and the girlfriend were like, so the, so the mom got her the shelf and the girlfriend got her items to put into the shelf. So those gifts were not open because they were waiting for the shelf to be open so that she could know that these are the items that you're going to put on the shelf. At what point do you say, and, and, oh, so she opens the shelf and she's like, huh? Oh, thank you. It's a shelf. How much did <laughs> she put into a shelf? She was, she's not an Academy Award winner. At what point do you think 
Let's leave these aside. And, you know, it's funny because like you said, throughout our history with our traditions, when we, when the kids were growing up, we did have other family members join us throughout the, the years, I right? I remember that. I remember we even had, we, we even had, um, their dad and his wife yes. joined us at some point during our growing up yes. histories. Uh, my yes. home, my home was always open and it was always like, open the gifts that these people they brought. brought. Yes. yes. I remember and be that. appreciative and let me catch you making a stink eye. Let me catch you making it. We'll embarrass your ass in front of everybody. And we um, would. I w- we would. We would. Yeah, we would. We would. And you, and after you open the gifts, you go around giving hugs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because they didn't have to buy you a gift. And then after that, you send them a handwritten thank you card. <laughs> okay. But that's my whole point is it's the way you raise people. Like I and- would die. I would die for my 30 year old because, you know, June bug is 28. I would die to sit there watching June bug opening gifts while everybody's just staring at her. I would be like, and tomorrow. And you weren't raised that way. We and I have not no have to give out cards. You know what no. I mean? So, so there's no excuse to me. Honestly, there is no excuse. Okay. So fine. Her mother wasn't raised that way. Her mother was raised in poverty. Let's say, okay. You want her to, but at what point do you say everybody here, including my daughter is over their thirties and everybody's bored. We can set this aside. Yeah. At what yeah, point, at what point do you, it's self, bad selfishness. No showboating. I think it was showboating. She even said it. It's my only kid. What do you expect? Okay. Your fucking kid has lots of hair in her vagina already. Get over it. I get it. If it was a baby, then you, you think like, Oh, what a spoiled kid. But, and I, or, and you move on, but. And I had a strong, and I had a, because when I was involved with this family, it would go on. So this time I was like, I really need to find a hotel to stay with me and my dog and avoid all this. But, you know, I knew that somebody was going to get offended. I knew that it was either going to be the daughter or the mother that was going to get offended that I was going to, you know, stay away. Um, But I really wish that I just was not a part of it because I'm not a part of it. I'm not. That's very uncomfortable. Yeah. It was, it was, it was disgusting. It was actually, it wasn't, it wasn't so much as discomfort. It was disgusting what I witnessed. I think it was was secondhand embarrassment. I also get very much secondhand embarrassment and I would, I'd feel embarrassed. I feel embarrassed for the way they are. Like I'd sit there and go, but I have to, yeah, but I have to accept it because I was the intruder. I'm right. being treated that th- I'm being treated like one and I was the intruder. So do I have any room to talk about it? No, no, you know I'm mean? not saying you would just yeah, like yeah, the other yeah, guests, but, like the mm-hmm. other guests, they were intruders I too, right? Them. Cause this was, I was watching. this is all about the but their family. Yeah. Yeah. But at least they're related, but they, but, Ugh. but the, but I, I remember that the married one, the one that, you know, cause the married one is the outsider. The married one kept looking at me and I kept looking at the married one. And with our eyes, we were like, we were both saying you're fucking kidding me at this point. Yeah. And it was, and and that's the only way that I can describe it to you guys. It's like, it was her birthday party. Well, it turned to be her birthday party and she acted like that. Yeah. Like it's all about to remind her. It was about Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, So enough of that. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that was disgusting and bad manners, but I wanted to talk about, and this has been on my mind for a while. Um, because I hear it all the time. I even want to talk to 
to sunshine because he says it all the time in the family, in the group texts. Mm-hmm. You know, when people say something funny and somebody replies, I'm dead or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what or I mean? you put, yes. Yeah. You put the skeleton face, yes. like crossbones or whatever that it, yes. it was so funny that they're dying over it. Yes. You know, or when somebody makes a mistake and says, oh, I'm so stupid or yes. I'm such an asshole or I'm so yeah. broke all the time. I wanted to bring that up because it's always been on my mind when I hear it or I read it. And I saw a TikTok just recently about it. And do you realize that your su- your subconscious has no, um, is very literal. So it has no judgment to know that you're being funny or you're being sarcastic or you're being facetious. Like when you say stuff like that yourself, your sub, not self-conscious, your subconscious actually takes that in. Um, I had a friend, sorry, just to clarify, just to clarify, if you believe in manifestation, that's how manifestation works. So sometimes sometimes people think, well, I'm only manifesting, so I can't think that I'm a millionaire, but the subconscious doesn't know whether you're manifesting or not. The subconscious is taking everything that you say. That's why people say, don't call yourself stupid. That's just one small example, because when you're growing up, that's what you've been told, right? Don't call yourself stupid. But people don't realize that with other things that you are saying, it it relates just the same. Yes. The tongue is a powerful tool. You know, I was once told by a cacas, and maybe this is the wisest thing he's ever said to me, by a cacas that he said that my most powerful weapon that I have is my tongue. Cause I, I always would cut with the tongue, right? What I would say. But on this other point, um, I saw this TikTok and it, it brought up a good topic for me to talk about and share is don't ever say, oh, I was going to tell you, sorry. I had this one friend who would always say I'm broken. You know, she always picked the wrong people as her partners and they'd, mm. they'd dump her and she'd always be like, well, of course nobody wants me because I'm broken. And she would always say that, Trish. And I would always be like, you need to stop saying that. Okay. So you were broken before, but now you're fixing yourself. Now you're fixed. You're back together. You're alive. You're breathing. You're not broken. Stop saying you're broken because her subconscious heard her constantly say, I'm broken she manif- she would manifest these uh, these ugly relationships that would leave her dumped in the long run right so i don't i go as far as even not even saying i'm dead when somebody says something funny and i think it's h- hilarious i won't say i'm dead i won't say i won't say i'm broken i i in i i strongly it's funny because i strongly believe that and so i don't say i'm dead but i do use this the laughing uh, the laughing one though, not just the, right. the, the skeleton, but I'll use the one with the tears, but right. I also, I won't, I won't say that about me. I don't say I'm dead. I don't like that. I don't like that at all because mm-hmm. the same explanation you gave is our subconscious is what manifests, right? So they're hearing that, oh, she's broken. She's broken. She's broken. Well, we're going to continue to be broken. That's and what she's manifesting. And, the, and let's clarify something because some of you might not believe in manifesting. That's fine. But what you say, you start believing about yourself. So let's put aside the word manifesting because some people do not believe in manifesting. And we're going to use that example that you just gave of your friend. I'm broken. So throughout the relationship, this person's going to be treated shitty. But her justification for being treated shitty will be, I am broken. 
And that's why she'll continue with this person because she will say, I am broken and that's why I got this person. So she's allowing that because she's already told herself, I am broken and this is what I, this is what I, I get as a broken person. So it's not even, so, so whether you believe in manifestation or not, words are so powerful that when you start telling yourself these words, you start excusing the bad behavior of other people because you are putting it upon yourself. And I'm saying this also from experience, you are excusing the bad behavior of other people because you are saying that you are one, the stupid one, the broken one, that I don't know any better, that I was raised this way, I deserve this, I have generational hexes upon me, and this is, my dad used to cheat on my mom, and this is why I have this fucking ugly bitch treating me shitty. And you and you accept it, because in your head, you've been telling yourself, for example, I'm going to give a good example. So you have been saying that I'm a bad chooser, and I have refused. Every time you tell me that, I have said yes, but I have refused to actually tell myself that I am a bad chooser. I know that there's other outside, there's other things that I need to work on that I keep picking these people. And at this point, it's not even about picking. It's that, again, I keep saying, well, I don't want to mistreat her because I know how bad it feels. So I'm not going to defend myself. So I know that I have to work on that. But it's like the words that you tell or other people tell you and you start um, accepting believing. those words, mm-hmm. believing and accepting them. And you're like in your head, like, let's say, let's just say later on down the line, I choose somebody else. Well, my sister told me that I'm a bad chooser and that's why. Bad picker. I never said bad chooser. Picker, whatever. I said, yeah, you bad have picker, a bad but, picker. But whatever. But, but again, mm-hmm. but again, listen to how I tell you that you've had a bad picker. I've had a bad picker. I'm the queen of bad pickers until I didn't pick it. I didn't pick Eldon myself, right? I, yeah. I 100 believe that. So I gave it to somebody or another or higher power to pick him for me. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is you have a bad picker. Talk, talking in, a, a, in the past tense, yeah. and we're working on that now. Yes. It's yes. not like you have a bad picker, you have a bad picker, you have a bad picker. No, 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 and no. And you need to believe you're a bad picker. Yeah, but there's also some people out there that, they will take that bad picker and run with it. So I have chosen to accept I'm a bad picker, but I'm not going to be putting that in my head over and over and over. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Because then some people start putting it in their head and it over and over and over. That's why I am always careful with the words that I say to other people also. Right. Right. And there's been, there's been studies. And if you don't believe in that, if you don't believe that our words have a lot to do with how our life goes. There's been studies out there. I think you brought this up in one of the podcasts, earlier podcasts about the two plants, didn't you? No. The two plant. No? We were Mm -hmm. talking about it. See, everything melts together, our (laughs) conversations. Where they had a study where they had two plants. And one, they had the two different... Two different plants in two different rooms, and the same person would walk into one room and that, tell the plant how ugly it was. It it was disgusting. It was, and the plants got watered the same days. The plants got same amount of sunshine, but this one person was in there saying how ugly this plant was. And then the person would go into the other room and tell the plant, this other plant, how beautiful. Look at 
flourishing. You're going to become this big tree one day, you know, giving all the piropos and accolades to this one plant. Well, the plant that this person was verbally abusive to ended up withering and dying where the other plant became bloomed. It flourished. So if you don't believe that words are the harsh, yeah, harsh, then take into that account. Like you said, don't, don't think of, cause you and I believe strongly believe in manifestations, right? But mm-hmm. those that don't believe in that, remember that story. So just like when you, when you look at a little, little kid and you're like, you're so beautiful, you're so this, you're so talented, you're so smart. They grow up to become somebody. They grow up to be strong and independent and beautiful. I'm talking about June bug. Then, you know, you have another family or another little unfortunate kid who grew up in the, in the, let's say in the system and didn't have all those beautiful, you know, somebody constantly telling how beautiful and smart and independent they were. And they repeat the cycle, right? Yeah. They become part of the system as adults. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 I'm glad you brought that up because that's very, very important. And I think I'm glad you brought it up because I think that we're entering a new year. And I think that all of this that we're talking about, we should keep it in mind for the new year. Absolutely. That's a great segue to what are your new year resolutions, if you have any. Um, so we talked about this, I think, two podcasts ago. I am going to definitely be saying no to a lot of things, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Um, I I am done being walked all over and being treated shitty. And I am not going to be a mean person because I've been watching meanness and I don't want to be that. I'm not going to succumb to mean. But I think also that the way that you have treated me is the way that I'm going to respond to you because I am sick and tired of always feeling fucking obligated. I don't know where I got that from. I don't know where I, I got know. guilt. I have that guilt same an obligation. Like right now, I am very appreciative with the person that I'm staying with. I am. And in another another Patricia would turn around and move out and hate the bitch. But if the bitch called me for a ride, I'd be like, well, she did allow me to stay with her. This Patricia is gonna be, yeah, this bitch allowed me to stay, but she fucking treated me like shit. So that was already paid. I wash my hands. If I can't take you anywhere, I'm not going to take you anywhere. And I'm going to let you know I can't take you. And not feel guilty. Do you know that that the word no, N-O, is a full sentence? Do you realize that? No, I didn't ever put even thought into that. So when you say no, you don't need to make have an explanation. You don't need to. It's just no. Hmm. There's no reason for you to, to follow up with no, because... No, I don't. If you don't want to do it or if you don't feel right doing something, you just say no, period. And I always feel that I have to fucking clarify. Me too. I always have to justify my answers. And do you know the word guilty? Most of us use that word inappropriately because guilt is a feeling that you should feel if you've done something wrong or incorrectly. So by you saying no to something you don't want to do, why are you feeling guilty over that? You don't want to do it. It's nothing wrong. You just don't want to do it. 
Well, so that, why would we, you feel guilty? You're right. You're fucking right. Because I always feel guilty. Always, even when I'm in the, not in the wrong. And that reminds me of, I was walking, you know, imagine an office with cubicles. And when you round the corner, you can't see that corner, right? So I was rounding the corner um, at one of the, at the children family services that I worked at. I was rounding the corner. And the supervisor, so, so uh, social worker supervisor, was coming from that corner, and I I ran in I ran into her. I ran into her tall black woman. So I always say when I when I I always say I'm sorry, perdón in Spanish. I'm sorry. She looked at me sternly, and she said no. She stopped me. She goes no. You say excuse me. What are you sorry about? That was an accident. It wasn't your fault. And that always God. stuck in my head. Words that are always, so powerful. They are very, very powerful. And let me tell you, I, and, I, and I brought that up because when I said I'm sorry, immediately the feeling of guilt, I felt guilty that I ran into this woman. But the moment she clarified and said, this was an accident, you say, excuse me, because it wasn't your fault. I felt different. Right. I didn't feel that guilt. Right. It's just the 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 power of words is incredible. So okay, you're gonna start saying no and not feeling guilt over the yes sentence. No. Yes. What else? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm going to start defending myself, whether it's my boss at work, whether it's these fucking bitches. I, I'm going to start defending myself, like at the moment, instead of. Because uh, because of through therapy, I have always stopped myself because I know that I'm a match or I used to be a match. I always allowed people to treat me a certain way and give them them chances to continue. And then after the third time, and I do, I I in my head, I I take, I take into account how many times and, and, and it's always the third one. Now I'm going to put a stop from it from the beginning. And it's funny. And I'm bringing that up to you because my boss treated me a certain way. Um, he literally laughed in my face for a suggestion that I made about work, literally laughed in my face. And I told this person that I'm, I'm currently living with and the person got really upset really upset out of the blue and said, I don't know why you tend to do that. And I don't know if it was because she has also been treating me shitty and I don't stand up to myself, but she really let me have it and said, you allow people to walk all over, all over you. And I said, but it's my boss and I'm still within my 90 days. And she says, it doesn't matter. She goes, my boss has been flying off the handle and I have to put a, I have to say, I have to stop her immediately. She goes, that's what you have to do. And I was thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? She's right. Because currently my boss right now is like that. I've noticed there's a pattern now and I'm noticing that he's like that only with the women and not with the men. And I'm like, why don't I stop it immediately? Because I'm, I'm right now, he has two strikes right now in my head because I keep the strikes. He has two strikes against me already. So I'm like, what am I afraid of? Now here I am jump it seems like i'm jumping from job to job but at the same time i have been able to get a job right away within the month that i was here i got a job and he's happy with me 
So I'm like, what am I afraid of? Why am I always afraid of standing up for myself? Well, that's that's the issue right there. You're afraid of standing up for yourself because we were never given the voice to stand up for ourselves. Exactly. We were never given the voice. So Exactly. So in 2023, I am going to start standing up for myself because nobody else does it for me. Right. And nobody should. You should be able to stand up for yourself. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. exactly. So I think I'm, I'm going to start standing up. I'm going to start saying no. I'm going to start being okay with the decisions that I make. For example, if I want to stay home, I should be happy that I wanted to stay home and not let anybody tell me otherwise. I don't care if it's New Year's. I don't care if, you know, I am going to start being okay with my decisions. I have allowed, I have allowed, you know, one thing is getting opinions from my closest friends. And another thing is allowing those opinions to be like obligations. And I have allowed some of the opinions to become obligations. And I'm going to have to start distinguishing them again to start standing up for myself. One of, yeah. So that's one of the new year's resolutions that I have. Like those are the three main ones that I have. Like good. It's it's all mental, emotional for me, rather well, than physical. Growing. Yeah, it's growing. Good. Yeah, I, I think that's those are perfect. Um, my top three is be kinder to myself. Right, be kinder. Yes, we are our biggest critics to the point where even editing this podcast, I am bad when it comes to my voice. I hate my voice and. There you go. I'm going to stop saying that because thank God I have a voice. Um, so be kinder to myself in every which way. Um, number two is finish what I start. I have oh, this God. bad habit of not finishing Me what too. I start. So Me in 2023, too. I am definitely going to finish what I start. I've already started something and it's just to improve myself and I'm, I'm going to see through it. I'm going to finish it. Um, and number three... Yeah. And number three is be okay. Like I don't have to be great all the time. I don't have to be good. I can be okay. And I guess that goes with number one to, to be kinder to myself, but I don't have to have these big old expectations for myself. Yes, I can just I be okay. Yes. Yes. I forgot one. And this one's a major one. This is a major one and should be number one. But right now, because you said that, I realized that I'm afraid of commitment. There's something powerful, powerful, spiritual that I'm afraid of committing to. And I'm like, it, it called me and I was like, what, you know, and I've always excused myself with saying I'm lazy. That has always been my excuse. Oh, I don't think I could do that because I'm lazy. But I realized with this past relationship with my friend and with this spiritual awakening and calling that I just got recently, that it's part of my commitment issues. And so I started looking back with this one thing and I said, oh my God. So without knowing, I got a plant and I kept this freaking plant alive now for five years. So I was like, you know, I was looking at my plant and I was like, I remember that once I was able to keep this plant alive, I decided to get Jack Mm -hmm. and my poor little Jack, he has been alive for now we're going to, he's going to be two years old in March. So now I'm going to commit spiritually to this thing that I'm not ready to talk about, but I'm going to commit. So 
along the lines of what you said of finishing things, because I don't finish things, but it's because I, I don't like committing. And this goes to TV shows. Like I always give an excuse as to why I don't continue finishing a freaking series. It's the commitment. So from my number one is I'm going to be committing and sticking to Good. it. Good. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, that's big. And, and I think that we should stick to it. They're not hard. They're not un- unachievable um, resolutions. And they're forgiving. And they're very forgiving to ourselves because Ourself. if we can't because be forgiving to ourselves, then why should we expect people to and forgive just us remember when we flaw? and just re- and just remember that text that I sent you and the baby. We are so easily, and I'm talking about the three of us. I'm talking about the three of us because I know the three of us, and because of the way we were raised, we tend to forgive other people around us fast. We extend grace and we forgive them but we never forgive ourselves. No, we're, that's why I'm saying we're the toughest to ourselves and we need to stop that. And that's what my number one is. I'm going to have to be kinder to myself and everything that we've talked about here. I'm going to go back and listen to it. I'm going to appreciate my voice. I'm going to appreciate us starting this, right? We've always, we now with what is this episode seven, lucky number seven, seven, lucky number seven. Yeah. And we both, because of life, we're struggling to get on today, right? Yes. Because of what life. And we yes. said, we have to do this. We have to, yeah, we even did. if it's for ourselves, because I think it's working, saying these things out loud has, it, it works. It works for me. Yeah, it works. It does. Oh, I said that on the podcast. I have to do it, you know? So it, we definitely have to be kinder to ourselves. We have to see things through and just be okay. Just be yes. okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And since with, you know, being Latinas, but yeah. growing up differently, we didn't grow up with New Year, New Year, wait, how do you say it? New Year Eve's? God, that's so, such a tongue twister. New, <laughs> New Year Year's Eve's Eve traditions. traditions right? or we didn't grow up with that or rituals. But as we grew older and started building our own traditions um, and, and grabbing from different people, different families, and, oh, you do that? We're going to adopt that too. What are some traditions that that you do for the New Year's? Okay. So I want to start off with this one because it worked for me. Um, last year, I spent New Year's Eve with you. So I drove to Texas. I am a big, I don't carry cash on me. But because I knew that I was driving with just me and Jack to Texas, I took a wad out of money. And I put it in my wallet and I tend to carry wallets that are like card sized. I don't like anything thick. So I stuffed this amount, particular amount into my, my wallet. And so when you and I were together on New Year's, um, I remember that, I don't know how it came up. I don't know if it was you El Don, or, or the house that we were at. Um, oh no, the following day, somebody came to visit El Don and they were talking about money. And I was like, so fucking pissed. I was like, I forgot to put money in my pocket. Now, Previous to those years, I would put $10, but I was never consistent. I always thought that having my ATM card in my wallet with money in my bank account was okay. Well, so I was mad when this guy was talking about um, certain rituals that he has. Later on that night, I had my wallet. I took my wallet out after this guy talked and I was upset. And I looked at my wallet and I was like, holy shit, I forgot that I had taken out emergency money 
um, and, and left it in my wallet and I counted it and I only counted it because I was like, how much do I have here anyways? Cause I had used it here and there. So mm-hmm. it was an oddball amount. The number that stands out in my head was I had $256, but it was all like all in different denominations. Um, you know, and anyways, it was like 256. It was like an oddball amount. And I'm going to tell everybody here that I have always attracted money somehow, whether it was for the laundromat, whether it was when I moved from Morro Bay up here, somehow money came to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to throw this amount out because, you know, just to give an example, a thousand dollars found me moving over here to help me with the move. It found me. And so I am a big believer in having cash on you mm-hmm. for your New Year's. And don't put it in your, don't have it on you because some people it say, okay, should I'm go gonna, in your pocket. Yes. Have it. Or you on should you. hold it. So some people hold. like to hold it and, or some people because of, you know, mine was in my wallet. Yeah. But my wallet is in my pocket. Yes. My wallet yes. is in my so pocket. So it should be on your purse. Your yeah. Cause I know women, we have a lot of women listeners and women think it's okay to have it in their wallet. I mean, in their purse. No, have no. it on you. Have Even it if it's in your you. bra for that moment, but Ill, yeah. which I think is gross, but ill, you know, whatever, but it has to be on your person. So yeah. that's one that I do too, is yeah. if it's coins, I always put coins in when the kids were little, I would always put coins in their um, pockets, mm-hmm. a dollar bill, as long as it's some kind of money and money will find you throughout the year. Money will yeah. flow to, to you. Yeah. So and I I always um, have washed myself, like cleaned myself from head to toe. Um, my apartments, if I've had apartments, my cars, when I've had vehicles, always wash them. But m- my biggest thing is washing myself. My my clothes, not as important, but yeah, wa- not having dirty laundry, but washing myself, like taking the time to wash myself and use certain scents um, or certain things for the cleansing. And while I'm cleansing myself, whether I have something or not, but while I'm washing myself, I start off from the top and I start from the bottom and I I do a mantra of what I want for 2023. And I will continue that mantra. And whether it's saying other different things, or it's just a continuous mantra, and I'm, I'm slowly saying it, I'm concentrating on every nook and cranny. When I get out of the shower, I go as far as brushing my teeth. It doesn't matter if I already brushed my teeth for the day. I go as far and I'm still saying the mantra. And when I'm putting my deodorant, I'm saying my mantra. I put lotions on and I always make sure that I smell good. And this mantra continues until I'm out and while I'm combing my hair until I'm finished. That mantra is set as I'm for the whole shower to start, to start off the new year. And yeah, it's not, so, it's not in the day. It's, it's, it's a ritual. Even if I'm not going to go out, I start it like in the evening, like I'm going to go out, even though I'm going to stay home. Right. That's so the same thing. I always make sure kids are washed. I'm washed and the house is cleaned and the house is swept from the back to the front. So you sweep your house from the back door. If you have a back door to the front door, you open the front door and you sweep all that out the front door. Okay, that's one thing. So money on you, your your persona is cleaned, your house is cleaned. And I'm talking about even take down the freaking Christmas. 
decorations. I know a lot of people leave it for the Reyes, Dia de los Reyes, which is well into January or February. No, mm-hmm. start your, your year off clean. Start it off spick and span. Like do your deep cleaning. People do spring cleaning. Do your deep cleaning before the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the 12 grapes, we've adopted mm-hmm. that, which is some people interpret the 12 grapes as you eat the as soon as the clock turns midnight for the new year, you eat your 12 grapes in a hurry. Um, the 12 grapes represent the 12 months out of the year. Uh, we do 12 wishes, right? So right. as we're eating our, our grapes, we do what we want to manifest for the year, the 12 uh-huh. grapes. Okay. Um, I do those too. I open up all, as I'm cleaning my home on New Year's Eve, I open up all the doors and the windows. So all the bad juju and the bad energy that have has come through because inevi- inevitably something bad has come through through the year, all that can find its way out. Okay. And the new energy comes in mm-hmm. through the, the windows and the doors. Okay. Um, that's what I personally do. I've mm-hmm. heard people that want to um, find new love, which I think you should do, find new love in the new year, they go under the table. They meet the new year under the table. I've I don't know seeing... the rhyme or reason behind Me the neither, under the table. But and now now let's let's preface everybody. We're going to do this because we've seen it on TikTok, but don't believe everything you see on TikTok. <laughs> but, <do>. I'll, <laughs> but my sister's taken. I'm not. So I will be doing this. I don't know if I'll be I homeless. Think, I think you should do it. I, think I am. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I am going to try it. get under there right before I'm midnight, come out after midnight. Okay. I'm People on TikTok it. swear by it. They'll, they'll have yes, that. Yes. And then oh, they show the it. pictures of their love, the, the love of their life. Right. Yes. So I think so you should do it. I will Another thing it. that you should do, which I am going to do, is the color of your underwear. So red is for passion. So where where go under the table with red underwear, okay. and I'm gonna do yellow for success and um and prosperity. I believe yellow stands for. Now, which is really hard because who has yellow underwear? First of all, I don't, I don't wear underwear. I don't wear. But should underwear. I do? Should I? Shouldn't I? I mean, I want both. If I'm going under the table, isn't it okay for me to have the yellow underwear? I think you should do both. Find some yellow and red underwear or okay. put one on top of the other. Chap- Why Chapulín the hell not? Colorado. Chapulín Colorado. Okay. <laughs> hey man, whatever fine. works. Okay. Okay. And then the Does same it have to be per- brand new? I didn't, I didn't read it had to be brand new. The Chonins. I didn't yeah, read I that. Did, I did read from one person that it had to be brand new. But since mm-hmm. I'm going to look for a combo, mine will be brand new. If anybody knows where I can find red and yellow, but for sure I'm going to get red and yellow and I'm going to go under a table. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. And the same person that we met last year around this time, and he was talking about his traditions, he also told us about eating pork for the new year, New Year's Eve. And he explained it, and he's Salvadorian, so he explained it that his family eats pork because uh, pigs only walk forward. They don't walk backwards. And so wow. that like made so much sense to me. So in order for your new year to keep going forward, go ahead and eat pig, right? The pig. I, and I don't like moving pig. forward. Oh, like eat pig. a piece of Mice. bacon. Okay. Okay. I Does love that bacon. Are you sure? Yeah. That's pork. Okay. okay. And eat when do you bacon, eat it? Bacon uh, for New Year's Eve. Oh, for New Year's new, Eve. As a for dinner or? As, yeah, I would say as a dinner. I'm sure you can eat it for breakfast. This is your first meal of, of 2023. 
eat it. I'm going to do it for both. I'm going to eat it oh, as a dinner. Okay, okay. And for breakfast, I'll have bacon okay. or a ham sandwich or I'll have ham in my eggs or whatever. Okay. But okay. definitely eat pork. Okay. Um, I've also heard throw water out the front door. So mm. you're letting go of the bad energy out the front door. I've heard that one. Is I've heard your house because I don't have a house. For, for your house. Well, you could throw water where you're living. Okay. I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard put lemon, lim- limones, lemons in the corner of each room. Oh, home. my best friend does that, I think. Really? Yeah. To suck up the bad energy? Yes. Yes. To absorb bad she energy? Does, she doesn't do it for New Year's, but she does. She told me to do that when I was living with the ex. And I I've did heard it. put and lemons means- under your bed. That too. And She's that, told me yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all I've heard that I'm going to adopt. <laughs> okay. I won't be going under the table because I already have my bonbon, right? Okay. And, um, but I'll be doing the rest. I'll definitely be doing the rest. Okay. Um, I also heard along the lines with the table, traveling, if you want to travel, to have the suitcase. And well, one of the family says that they just roll out the suitcase throughout the house. Somebody else said that they rolled out the suitcase out the street. And one person said, which I have a travel backpack, which is a backpack, but it's actually a suitcase and I have it, but it's in storage. They said that they put that travel backpack on and they walk their dog on that on, on New Year's day, you know, when the, when everything was going down, the ball went down. So I will be New Year's Eve. New Year's when the Eve, ball goes down, New Year's night. Eve. Yeah. New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah. So, so I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know if I can. And that's to bring, that's to bring travel for the year, right? To travel to for travel. the year to travel. And I want to do that. So I don't know how I'm going to do the table and the traveling, but I have to figure out how I'm going to do it to both. So I think I'm going to, the New Year's, I'm going to wait for it under the table. And then after that, I'm going to take Jack out and I'm going to take a duffel bag and walk out the street. Yes. With your red and your yellow chones. With and you have red and, all, yellow and eat your 12 grapes and make sure you have oh. cash in your wallet, in your wallet. For in sure the pocket. cash is going to, yeah, that I'm not, I, I live that one. I am, I am going to stick to that one. Yeah. So all of you, I, you know, take that, take those traditions, adopt them, do it and let us know how it works out for you in 2023. Yes. Um, we're going into our segment of the lies your mother has told us. We're going to end with one. And it's not particularly our mother who told us this. This was a friend who had told me the same thing, grew up Latina and her mother Um, She was also one of three girls. And so it was a house of girls and her mother would not let them eat eggs during their menstrual cycle. (laughs) What? (laughs) She would not let them eat eggs during their menstrual cycle because she said it affected them, their bodies and the smell. Well, I mean, I've seen guys that fucking fart after they eat eggs, man. That's a lot shit. of protein, you, you, your shit smells, right? But no, yeah. she said during the, your menstrual cycle, if you eat eggs, your your hoo-ha, your chucha smells even worse. Ew. It's okay. <laughs> All right. All right. That, that's a lie. One of my friend's mothers told her and she still okay. lives by it. She okay. does not eat eggs during her menstrual cycle. Okay. Okay. People, we want to remind you, we do have an Instagram account. Um, it's what's the cheese? Uh, is it pod, Trish? What's the cheese yes. pod? What's on the Instagram? cheese pod? 
Yes. And find us there. DM us with any suggestions or any uh, lies your mother has told us. You can also email us at what's the cheese pod at gmail.com. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You can email email us there with any suggestions, any um, critiques. We, We like constructive criticism. And we are now at the end of our last show for 2022. Yes. We're going to say bye-bye 2022 and hello 2023 which is going to be our year for sure. For sure. And for all of the all of you guys that are listening, I appreciate you. Um we have a new listener named my darling Nikki. Nikki, I love you. Hi Nick Nick. Um and I want to end this with I hope for each and every one of you whether you're attached or not. I hope sincerely that you have for 2023 a positive, healthy, loving relationship in your life that will bring peace, financial stability, happiness, joy for 2023. All of us are going to move forward with a positive light and we're not going to look back at 2022. Nope, we're only moving forward. And everybody be safe, um, love each other, be a light in this dim, dim world that we live in. Just be a light and just be okay with yourselves. And, and we just, will, s- go ahead. And just just always be aware of how you make the other person feel. That's right. And Whatever be humble. Be humble. And be and humble. Happy New Year. See you next happy year. Happy New Year. We'll talk to you guys in 2023. And remember, se la lavan. Bye. Bye.